Critical issues are getting exposed for a better understanding on a daily basis. All I'm trying to say is that within Pangshin local government, from 1999 till death, we have never been to the Senate. Leading to critical social, political and economic conversations by those who matter. If you chop alone, you will die alone. He did not chop alone. So it is his turn to chop. Today, look at the consequences. That is such a man that had the timidity, the audacity to talk to a governor who still produced, produced the highest votes in 2015. In 2015, what happened to him? He insisted that his own boy would be governor. The best journalists are seeking all the hidden answers with active citizens reacting. As at the time that Solomon left office, that was in 1983, there was a very big gap between 1983 and also 1999. Seriously. Join Ponsak Fada and Gilbert Joseph as they talk to those that matter to enable you grapple with the issues. Weekdays 5 to 6 p.m. on Nigeria at Sunset on J101.9 FM. Hello there, very good evening to you and welcome to the program Nigeria at Sunset on J101.9 here in Jaws. My name is Ponsak Fanab. Today is 5th of uh, July 2023. Uh, Gilbert Joseph is here. Good evening, how was your day? Good day. Good evening, Ponsak. How was yours? Well, day was good. Uh, day was good. I mean, we can't complain. Uh, we just have to give thanks. But the weather really is, uh, I mean, it rained early this morning. I see around, you know, 2, 3 a.m. And uh, part of Joss, you know, experienced rain this afternoon as well. So uh, it shows that uh, it's going to be, oh, it was a good day. Yeah. But yet again, Naimed is uh, giving us caution, a word of caution that we should be very careful. You know, uh, there may be, or there are indication that flooding, you know, will happen in some states, you know, in, in the northern part of the country. Uh, well, here's, uh, according to NIMET, uh, here's some of the states and location that he said. Uh, well, he said in, uh, okay, the state plateau is among them, Langtang and Shandam. Precisely. You know, yeah, they, have, they were very precise. Mm-hmm. In Kano State, Sumaila, Tudungwada, in Sokoto State, Shagari, Goronyo, and Silame, uh, Delta State, Okwe, others include Kaduna, uh, Kachia, Akwaibom, Upe, Upenekang, uh, Adamawa, Mubi, Demsa, Song, Mayobelwa, Jamaita, and Yola, Katsina State, Katsina, Jibia, Keita, and Bindawa. Uh, in Kebi State, you have Wara, Yalwa, and Gwendu, Zamfara, Shinkafi, Gumi, uh, Borno, Briel, uh, Jigawa, Guaram, Kwara, Jeba, Niger, Mashegu, and Kwantogora are also included. Well, uh, in Plato, the prediction is that Shandam local government and Langtang uh, will experience flooding. So people should take it very, very, very serious. Uh, very, very, very serious because we don't want an happenstance. Uh, even, you know, uh, even if your location is not captured, but you've Just got to... Just make sure of course. you exercise some caution. And there are some parts of this city that when you, you know, go to, you would see areas that hitherto were mining sites and that people have, you know, taken the risk of building on such sites. And then you see they are chopping off gradually. Those are also territories that individuals have to take note. 
you don't have to take any chances. Please evacuate from dangerous territories because of this warning. We don't want the state government to now come and, you know, expend resources that should be um, going into other critical areas, you know, to be diverted into dealing with flooding disasters or flood disasters as it were. These things are basic. Just play your part. We know there are certain things that might go beyond human control, but these are things we can control as a people. And please, just take care of the environment. It's really important. We can't emphasize this enough. NAMED does this periodically as they deem fit and important. This is not the first time we have spoken. I can't give the count of how many times, you know, you and I, Ponsaka, have spoken about flooding and the prediction by NIMED yeah. over and over and again. But you find these disasters occurring and reoccurring. Please, people have to take caution. And you have to be very serious about that. Well, uh, what news have you followed uh, today, Gilbert? Let's head to the National Assembly at first. <laughs> where the APC has disagreed or has differed with Gosulak Pabio's decision to announce the principal officer, saying it did not emanate from the office, you know, of the party. It shows there is some sort of disagreement. Principal officers, you know, on part of the APC, the majority? The entirety of the principal officers okay. of the Red Chamber. Okay. As announced, in fact, including the Green Chamber, which, you know, and Tajuddin Abbas making those announcements. Ideally, the practice, or traditionally, the practice is the party holds sway with some of those decisions and they give approval before um, the, the either Senate President or Speaker of the House go on to announce those positions. But it appears they went behind the party leadership through the back door, if you like, to announce those positions. And the party has come to... And I think it's pretty little too late. Because there's nothing they can do about it. If there's any changes, they have got to go, you know, through a motion. And the motion has to go, you know, all of the routines. Thank you. Do you understand? Before they are able to. And I I doubt so much that they can have their way this time around. (laughs) Well, uh, interesting. Uh, Well, I'll follow the story. Uh, The former Deputy Speaker in Plato State, Right Honorable uh, Yusuf Gagdi, granted an interview and he was given reasons why Governor Lalong failed to deliver Plato, uh, saying that it's all issue of the same faith uh, ticket. Uh, and he was accusing... Well, basically, part of that statement, he was responding to uh, the former Minister of State for Information and Communication, Alhaji Dasukina Kande, I mean, in a very critical essay that uh, Dasuki wrote, uh, he really stated the facts, you know, uh, bear for everybody, you know, to read and to understand, you know, the issues. It shows that there's a serious crack, you know, uh, within the APC in Plato State because up to now there's no unified voice on who will become emerge as minister from Plato State. I mean, they, are, they, they aren't showing any solidarity around one person. You know, on the one hand, you have Chief Amos Gizzo, you know, and his uh, people. Uh, you have Governor Lalong. Uh, you have even Senator Nora Dadut as well, uh, because she's also in the race, you know, wanting to serve as minister in Tunubu's government. So really, there are a lot of uh, imbalance within the APC uh, in Plato State. Uh, and this is for a party that hasn't even sat down to review, to say, 
what costs you know us at the election last election they've not done a review they've not done a soul searching uh, everybody is you know trying to grab what is uh, coming from abuja right now it shows that there's serious uh, infighting you know uh, in the apc a picture emanate, uh, emanated online the Deputy National Secretary of the Party, uh, that is uh, Barista Festus Velno-Fonter, uh, in company of Governor Lalong, uh, Honorable Gagdi, uh, uh, former uh, member Mikang State Constituency, Honorable Daniel Nalong, and host of others. And uh, I saw the picture. People were sharing that Lalong remains the leader. Yakubu Dati wasn't in the image, you saw? No, I saw Rufus Baturi. Yakubu Dati is the chief of staff, former chief of staff to the a DG of uh, Tinubu Shetima campaign, presidential campaign. Uh, so, well, this is really, I would say, very, very interesting. Uh, and today there's a very interesting development, uh, Gilbert, as Honorable uh, Shayak <laughs> called me to say, uh, we're going to talk to him, you know, uh, very soon uh, and hear his own side of the story because uh, he's still raging, you know, as we speak. So the APC needs to do real, some real soul search, uh, searching. And they have to be thankful with the fact that, or I, I don't think they're thankful with the fact that uh, they have a party at the center. Their party is still in control. Uh, but again, they're all looking forward to grab. Uh, some people are saying that uh, Lalong supported Amechi. Some people are saying that he doesn't deserve to be governor because he failed uh, to deliver to deliver Southern his own <laughs> Senate senatorial ambition, fail to deliver the state, fail to deliver, you know, uh, even uh, the president, you know, in this election. So uh, these are the issues, Gilbert. Yeah, you remember Honorable Podar spoke about this same, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm tempted to say point of order, but <laughs> that's on a lighter note, really. He spoke about the rule of the same fifth ticket in the past election, but it will be really unfair to blame all of this on the same faith ticket. Because if you deliver, if your people see the things that you have done in practical terms, it becomes really easy for them to connect with you as a leader, mm -hmm. especially in a democracy where, you know, the only way they can express that is by casting their ballot for you again, wherever you so desire to serve them. So people thought otherwise, and you saw, you know, the wide margin by a landslide loss by, you know, the former governor for the former governor in the last election. So it's really unfair to say that everything that transpired in the last election and his inability to deliver, even as the DG of the campaign of this past election, was because of the same fifth ticket. It's really not fair because, if you like, if it's five over five, for example, it means he got zero over five, won nothing, even mm -hmm. at the state governorship election. You know, so... It's not nice. It's not a nice scorecard, but they have to be true to themselves mm. and find out where things went wrong. And this is an indictment on those, you know, trying to pursue justice on some of the... Well, let's not even delve into that. Yeah. I, you know, uh, in that interview with Vanguard, you know, uh, the former deputy speaker, right Honorable Yusuf Gagdi, member representing PKK, said that Plateau is a deeply, you know, uh, Christianized state. Those who are not his words, but in essence, that's what he in was summary. saying. And he said that uh, it was difficult, you know, to sell uh, the same fate, uh, ticket, you know, to uh, Plato people. And he said it was the introduction of uh, religion that made them lose out in the election. Um, but, of course, we all know what happened, you know, 
uh, clerics begin uh, began speaking, you know, in the interest of the APC governorship candidate, and he didn't say anything, you know, and people, you know, became very, very afraid. Uh, because, of course, if you touch on the issue of uh, religious liberty, I mean, the typical Plato person knows what exactly, you know, that means because we're coming from a background. We're coming from a very painful and hurtful background. And I think that people don't joke with the issue of religious liberty uh, in this part of the world. So uh, going forward, I think that the APC should do a soul searching because for me personally as a journalist, I'm interested in how robust opposition can give to the ruling party. We need robust opposition, a contestation of ideas and how things can be done differently. If they think that uh, Mutfang is acting in error, I mean, it's up to them to say, no, 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 Governor Mutfang, we think you're deviating. Uh, this is the right uh, route, you know, to take instead of that which you've already started. Well, let's take this insert. When we come back, uh, the national chairman of INEC, uh, Professor Mahmoud Yakubu. When we come back, <laughs> the show will continue. In his first interview. Yes. Like your national commissioners, our resident electoral commissioners, the secretary to the commission, the director general of the Electoral Institute, directors and other senior officials of the commission, members of the INEC Press Corps, ladies and gentlemen. As always, I welcome you all to this meeting. The purpose is to reflect on the subject matter of the just concluded 2023 general election. Following the conclusion of the election, the time has come for introspection, stock taking, review and evaluation. Since the conclusion of the election, diverse opinions have been expressed by political parties, candidates, observers, analysts, and the general public on aspects of the elections that took place in February and March. Such diverse opinions should normally be expected, and the Commission welcomes all of them insofar as their purpose is to improve the future conduct of elections and to consolidate our democracy. The Commission has consciously not joined in these commentaries in the immediate aftermath of the election for several reasons. First, our preference is to listen more and draw lessons rather than join in the heated and often emotive discussion on the election. Second, since we plan to conduct our own review of the election, we see no need to preempt the process. Third, the Commission would not want to be seen as defensive or justificatory in joining the ongoing discussions. Finally, and perhaps most importantly, several issues around the election are subjudice, and it is not the intention of the Commission to either undermine or promote the chances of litigants in the various election petition courts beyond what is required of us by the legal process. Indeed, practically anything coming from the Commission could be cited by litigants as either justifying their claims or an indication of bias against them. 
The foregoing notwithstanding, it is appropriate at this point to make a few broad remarks about the 2023 general election as we commence our review of the same election. In doing this, it is necessary to look at the entire process before, during, and after the election to make an informed assessment. Granted that events on election day are probably the most important in terms of optics of elections, it is also very essential to look at the totality of the process. This is necessary if we are to learn the full lessons of the election going forward. Compared to some previous elections, we believe that the 2023 general election was one of the most meticulously prepared for in recent times. Learning from previous experiences, we started preparations immediately after the 2019 general election, carefully ticking the necessary boxes over a four-year period. It is the need to learn from both the positives and the shortcomings that makes the stock taking that we are embarking upon today very Yeah, well, glad you're still here. Uh, the program is Nigeria at Sunset. My name is Ponsak Fanab. And my name is Gilbert Joseph. Yeah, well, uh, we're going to have uh, the uh, Honorable Ishaya Itseva phone to tell us what happened in court today. He still have a uh, court case, a uh, court issue, you know. Uh, he dragged uh, his party, that's the APC, uh, to court. So let's uh, get to hear from him what is really going on or what really transpired in court today. Good evening. You are live on uh, Nigeria at Sunset. Honorable Shaita. Good evening, Mr. Ponsak. Yeah, good evening. Well, talk to us what happened in court today at the Court of Appeal. Of course, God have done it today in Court of Appeal. Yeah, Mr. Ponsak, just, just like you know it, we, we have been battling in Court of Appeal for quite a number of time now. But today, God will have it for us. God have delivered all our prayer before the court of appeal, court of appeal and granted our prayers. And today, that is a something for celebration because the mandate of the food that was told by the so-called factional Rufus Buturi, God have done it to us today, for all to enable us to challenge the legitimacy of Rufus Buturi. So today, we are appreciating God, we are appreciating the judiciary, who are meant for the people like us, the common people. So, um, and actually that the case was let off today and it was actually been ruled that, uh, yes, we have a legitimate uh, right to challenge the, the legitimacy of Rufus Vituri. This is what happened in court today, Mr. Ponsal. And also, I would also like to, some, to release some more prayers before the Court of Appeal so that uh, people are plateau to get to know. Even though that we know that at this point in time, there's some of the misgiving information by the Rufus faction uh, that uh, they know there's no case in Court of Appeal as well. To, today, God have done it for everybody to know their position in the state. Um, also, if you remember some times ago, I told you that, yes, we've been filing some um, prayers before the Court of Appeal that 
Um, God appears to recognize us as a legitimate APC escort in the state in my own faction. And these are some of the so, so, so that's, that uh, yeah, yeah, that's the position of things right now. That's the position of things. Also, no, that's not only the position of things. We also have some prayers. Okay. Another prayer is that we're appealing to the court of appeals to look at the issue. But it said that uh, Rufus Material, who has told our mandate to call to deserve, to, to, uh, to, to, to deserve all the decisions and the uh, uh, congress that were, took place during the delegate election, and then also the primary election under the leadership of Rufus Vettori were appealing to court. As long as we are not the one that conducted it, court should not recognize it. That's some of the players were appealing to court. I want you to get that. And also, again, they were also appealing that um, to give us an opportunity also to, to prove our case before there's no doubt. Because this is the... Um, this is the case that belongs to people of state. Most of the members of APC. And I think it's a time for us to stand up and believe to come as one family. And today, I also want to thank God for giving this, to granting us this opportunity uh, uh, to challenge for the jury, a faction based on the prayers that were God granted to us. I think it's something to celebrate. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for uh, relating this information to us. If there's anything I we're going to... Uh, yes, I want to... I want also, um, Mr. Professor, let me say this is very, very important. Uh, to more especially for the function of uh, Rufus Vettori and so-called leaders that behind the Rufus Vettori. Uh, you see, the issue of uh, this uh, leadership of the party, I know it's a family affair. But um, also, as a leader, I'm appealing to everyone to, to let them understand that um, those people that cannot even deliver their polling, these are the people that claiming to be the leaders of the party today. I want to use the opportunity for the future of this state and for the interest of this state. Let's come together so that I will advise the world before this issue not to go far. And today for winning them mostly in the court, I think it's something for them to learn the lesson that plateau is not for one, it's not a banana state that somebody will sit, sit down in the room or Thank to you. control things. So for that, I'm calling the attention to come together, let's Thank move you. the state forward. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Aisha. It's, uh, thank you very much for your time. You're Thank, welcome. Thank you, yeah. Well, uh, in the studio we have, uh, that was uh, the factional chairman of uh, the APC in Plato. I mean, uh, that's what you just heard him say. We have the GM of PEPSA. Now, we are bringing this program so that people will learn how to manage ways in the most basic, basic form. Because, uh, I mean, the governor, when he came on board, he instituted a tax force to make sure that our city is clean, but it's like we're going back, you know, to the same old path. We have the general manager of PEPSA, Mr. Gabriel Inshem, on the show. Good evening. Thank you very much for coming, sir. Thank you, Mr. Ponser. I'll say uh, well done to all of you. Great work that uh, you have done uh, following the governor's directive to make sure that the city is clean. Would you like to tell us, you know, is there anything you would like to us uh, to know, you know, uh, coming from especially that tax force? Yes. Um, actually, uh, I, we want to thank uh, His Excellency, the Governor of Plateau State, for deeming it fit to uh, inaugurate a committee 
and then uh, uh, gave the terms of reference for the community to swing into action. And uh, uh, it's been three weeks now, uh, the committee swung into action and uh, we're trying our best to make sure we keep Jos and Bukuru Metropolis clean from all the rubbish we've been seeing for the past uh, four weeks. Um, the uh, Task Force on uh, Sanitation Committee uh, have done it, its best by uh, uh, employing workers, uh, hiring of trucks, uh, and this is coming, you know, that, uh, against the backdrop that civil servants are on strike. Though, exactly, okay. exactly. So, so is it that uh, you enjoy the cooperation of uh, staff, you know, and your agency that they came out or you got some people to uh, do the job? Actually, we, we, uh, it is the cooperation of our staffs, actually. Oh, interesting. Uh, we, we had to call some of our... Our PEPSA staff, that is the permanent uh, staff, mm. some few of them that are supervisors mm. to help us in uh, supervising uh, the sanitary attendants. Mm. Though the sanitary attendants are ad hoc staff, mm -hmm. uh, we have about uh, 47 of them who are ad hoc staff, uh, but there are supervisors mm -hmm. that need to supervise all the vehicles that will be going around for the collection of refuse. Yes, and um, apart from uh, the, the PEPSA staffs too, we, we have some of uh, the management staffs from the Ministry of uh, Environment, which is our modern ministry, mm -hmm. and then the agency itself that are going also around to make sure we supervise uh, the workers. And uh, we had to plead with the workers to at least uh, help us in making sure uh, we clear all the major dumps within just Ambukuru Metropolis. Mm -hmm. And it has been wonderful. They are giving us that support and we are trying our best uh, to make sure we clear refuse within just Ambukuru Metropolis. Yeah, well, well done again. Thank you. Uh, but uh, uh, talk to us about what is the cooperation of residents? Uh, because I, I'm very sure that you need the cooperation of residents, yes. you know, in doing the job. Yes. What has been the cooperation of residents? Well, the residents actually are really cooperating with us because uh, why I say so, uh, there are lots of them while we are clearing some of these uh, deaths within the streets that usually come out to at least uh, give us Volunteer words of on their encouragement. Own. Okay, okay, yes. okay. Some of them will even uh, uh, buy uh, soft drinks for some of our staffs. Mm. And then where there are uh, hidden uh, dump spots, they come to us to tell us these are areas where uh, we can still go in to make sure we evacuate the waste within that area. Mm. And then you, we, we have... Uh, that support from some of them that uh, willingly will even want to be the ones to stay after the evacuation of the waste to stop people from uh, dumping in such areas. We have a woman who also came personally to say we should put a signpost there hmm. and she will be the one that will stop, uh, be there at all hours hmm. to make sure people don't come to dump 
and that and such places. You discover people will bring their waste out of their house and be dumping it in uh, the, the major drainage system, mm. which will even block the drainage completely. Mm. And that can cause uh, flooding. Mm. So there are lots of people that are helping us in making sure, though we have some, some of the, 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 the people within the community, mm. that even as you evacuate the waste from such areas, you will see them coming in again to dump either in the night or very early in the morning. And uh, that will uh, look as if uh, we've not uh, evacuated waste work within the area. Yeah. The work will be of, uh, as if uh, there's no vehicle that passed through that street. So these are some of the challenges we are facing. So you from find people. some people supporting you, yes, some people are trying to sabotage you. Exactly, you know, exactly. Which is very unfortunate. Even on radio, we've been hearing them, people supporting and uh, at least congratulating the government for doing such a wonderful job. Mm. Okay, All right. Mm -hmm. Does your area of operation transcend to the marketplaces? Because these are places, again, that when you get to the refuse dome is, is, is way beyond imagination. Yes. And, you know, yes. um, I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking, because I've referenced Obudu before. Yes. People getting into the market pay a certain amount of money, mm -hmm. you know, in the name of maintenance, and they can visibly see some of these things taken care of when you pay. Mm. No matter how little it is, it gets to be used, you know, to keep the marketplaces yes. so clean. I don't know if there are any things along this line. Um, you see, here in Plateau, actually, we clearing of waste is done by the state government, and the state government is clearing this waste free of charge. We don't charge uh, people. It is when we are now discussing on, we have visited some of the markets, like the Kugia market. We have visited that place and we cleared most of the refuse there. We have visited the uh, main market, the main market in Terminus. We have, in fact, virtually every day, Kugia market and then uh, 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 Terminus market. We uh, schedule our vehicles every day to make sure they clear some of this waste. Uh, what we are trying to do now is we uh, have organized some of our staffs who will be going out to sensitize people on the need for them to provide dustbins in their premises. And then once we've done that, we will now uh, invite mobile calls to go around where defaulters uh, default will now prosecute them in the court of law. So what we are doing now is we will start sensitizing people, we will help educate people on the need for them to always keep their environment clean. And once there is a dustbin, you store your waste in your dustbins. The moment our vehicles are passing through your streets, you, will, you can come out with your waste, hand it over to our sanitary attendants. They will collect empty and then give you your container. Uh, so this is what we are, we, are, we are planning to do. Apart from that, we also want to now uh, recruit or screen uh, private waste operators, which will come uh, at the later part of uh, the year. We'll screen uh, private waste operators, and then those who are qualified will be given some areas to... Uh, uh, be in charge of the evacuation while 
the state government will be doing the interventions. Really great initiative. You know, you mentioned about that woman who volunteered her time yes. to ensure that people don't dump refuse. Exactly. I, I, I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking, what sort of support does she have? Because if someone just decides to, you know, take up the law into their hands mm. and throw debts mm. at that spot, and there's so much, li- there's just little she can do about mm. it. I don't know what sort of support people like that can get from you, you know. Well, actually, uh, uh, like such people, we, when she came and then met us, she told us that uh, we should look for disciples and then come and place it there for her to uh, stop people from, discourage people from dumping in such areas. We appreciated her, and then we gave her the assurance that the government is going to give her full support because what she said was, for those that are <coughs> stubborn and will continue to default, she will personally uh, show us where their residents are. And once we prosecute about two or three of them, and it will reduce such a, a this thing, uh, such a defaults. So we we always want to encourage such people. We'll always be there by them. We'll always make sure uh, uh, whatever uh, sanitation period we want to carry out sanitation, she will always be part of us uh, as a stakeholder. And then uh, the, the committee is also deciding on seeing how they can award some of these people by giving them certificates. But uh, is it possible that uh, you work with uh, Neighborhood Watch and Hunters, you know, to because I noticed that most of these dump sites are by the junction of, you know, most of these anguas. Uh, is it possible that you work with some form of security to ensure enforcement? Because, I mean, sabotoirs are just like all airport junction. Mm. After clearing the yes. waste there, yes. people yes. are coming back to steal, you know, dump their refuse there. And for me, I ask... What is the thinking behind how will someone feel that he's bringing waste from his home to put at a very beautiful junction like Oliapod? Mm. Uh, what are you doing to make sure that there's you know, some form of enforcement? Well, like uh, the issue of uh, uh, Airport Junction, honestly, is being a thing of concern to uh, the committee. And even Fesgate Dadinkoa. And, and uh, even Fesgate Dadinkoa. Uh, what we are trying to do now, in fact, sorry, the, what we are doing now is to try as much as possible to clean up just Ambukru Metropolis mm. from most of the major dome spots. Okay. While, once we are done with that, we will now sensitize. Once we sensitize the sensitization, what we will do, we will create awareness to people. Tell them this thing you are doing is bad. Mm. And then uh, those two places you've mentioned, that is uh, uh, Ole Airport and, and then First Gate, uh, First Gate, Dadinkoa, the committee has taken it upon themselves. And even Kugia Makerimu. To go in there and mm. Kugia, Kugia mm. as a whole. Mm. To, to go there, talk to the, the Traders Association, talk to the community leaders, mm. the youth leaders, and the, the women leaders. We will now discuss, sit down and discuss with them. Let them provide a particular place in their community where we can be depositing waste. 
Of course, we have um, uh, some of these uh, dano beans, that is the container, yeah. we place in strategic areas within Josambukru Metropolis. So we are trying to see, we'll meet the people first, talk to them, and then ask them where they can provide, not uh, by the major mm -hmm. routes. Yeah, major routes. Yeah. Where we can place these dano beans for them to ca carry their filled up uh, those beans and empty it there. Once it is filled up, we'll ask uh, the community to provide one person that will collect our numbers, and he will call to tell us their dano beans are filled up. We'll send our vehicles to come and pick, take it to the final dump site, empty, and then come and replace it for them. Mm. By the time we do that, we, expected, we expect that all uh, the community uh, members will be using that dano bin to deposit. By the time where people are using the dano bin, that is where now we'll bring mobile cards for people who will default by bringing their waste to the major no, yeah. roads. We'll now use security personnel. Mm. Like uh, in Bukuru, while we were working, I think the first week we were working, one of the security outfits came. I think it, uh, the one you mentioned, community... Um, yeah, community policing hunters. Community hunters. Hunters. Yeah, yeah hunters. Hunters yeah. Association came. They came and congratulated us for a job well done. Mm. And they promised us they were going to mount their security in Bukuru Central. Mm to make sure nobody comes to dump. You see, that of Bukru is honestly a worrisome thing, mm. where the communities will bring out the waste from their households to deposit it in the center of the route, yeah. the major route. And we kept on, we had a series of meetings with them uh, during the last government, and then uh, they, they responded by not uh, dumping there, mm when uh, the chairman provided some security men. But later on, when things were becoming bad, they started dumping again. Mm -hmm. And up till now, we sent our vehicles every day to clear the Bukuru Centra. Because if you don't do that every day, the, the, the deaths will still come yeah, back again. Yeah. Because they, they engage the services of these uh, small boys uh, using wheelbarrow mm. to collect some little uh, stipends from uh, little charges from them and then bring it into the center of the road to dump. So once we are done with that, we will definitely prosecute. That is the, our last resort. Mm. Wow. Well, proper waste management is something that uh, for me is very dear to me. You know, it's yeah. something that I believe that helps start with how clean your environment is yeah. as a human being. Uh, so you have to take personal responsibility. Don't just uh, give it to the government. Mm. And this is calling people who are into recycling. Have, have you? Uh, I know that we have a recycling plant at Rafiki. Mm. Uh, if you are going to Miango, mm. uh, but uh, are you thinking about engaging the services of uh, uh, those people who are into recycling to maybe recycle the dome? You know that uh, you refuse that you collect. Yes. Yes. We we. We are, we are really uh, trying to see if uh, such people will come to our offices. In fact, some of them have started calling uh, to come and sit down and discuss on how uh, they will handle the waste. We will now go to where their premises are 
we'll see if uh, such premises are conducive for such kind of uh, business and then the machines they are going to use mm -hmm. um, and so many other things uh, that will uh, maybe uh, uh, certify yeah. that uh, they can handle uh, waste too. So um, I think uh, it's a welcome idea when uh, we see people like yeah. this coming in yeah. because they will reduce some of these uh, problems we are Very facing. True. Very true. Yes. Well, waste wealth is something that uh, people should start thinking about. You can uh, join the conversation. We've been having a chat with the DG, uh, GM, General Manager of PEPSA, Plateau Environmental Protection and Sanitation, Sanitation Agency, Agency. Yes. Uh, Mr. Gabriel Incham on the show this evening. Uh, we're talking about waste management. Gilbert, well, you can call 0812187777 or you call 0905566699. Or drop your comments on Facebook at JFM Live and on Twitter as well at JFM Joss. And don't forget to turn down the volume of your radio if you get to uh, to the live studio. Let's take this first call. Hello and good evening. Thank you for calling. Hello, good evening, Mr. Pansar Gilbert and our guests. Thank you for calling. We're listening. Yes, my name is Luis Agai. I'm calling from Africa. We're listening. So I want to talk on the issue of our debris, the way people are pouring debris. Um, we, uh, during the Jang administration, there were in the major in some major roads, there was uh, a very a container, a very big container that people would be coming out from their streets so that they would come and dump those debris inside. So in some places, we found out that there are no uh, in those containers. So I don't know why. So the government, I think the government should do something about it so that it really help. Thank you, thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you, thank you for that thought and uh, idea. Very interesting. Uh, well, during the time of uh, former Governor Jang, you had uh, street beans uh, scattered across Joss Bukrum Metropolis. Let's take phone calls. Hello. Yeah, thank you for calling. Thank you for calling. We're listening. You see, the situation we find ourselves about this issue of work. Why you say to plan your plan to care? All these things and all these projects are working. We are provided by that government. And you say, who do not vote for? Don't tell me that you are.
whether are you people dropping it? I hope when you are dropping it, it's not the users to the next village or next people living here because we are still where they are dropping it. It's still a problem here. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. We're listening to you. Tell us your name. Thank you very much. My name is Sadiq Bukhar. I'm calling from TT and T Junction. We're listening. Thanks for calling, Sadiq. Yes, actually, I will commend your guest. He has spoken very, very well, and we have seen their work in the uh, adjustment and even the Bukuru side. Because the kind of you might respond to Kale Bulfang collaborating, have done a very very good one. And actually, you see, after Pakistan, Asia, people people doesn't have that uh, that moral mentality of controlling their way. They are seeing that is very easy for them to dump it anyhow or to dump it where it have been. And as you, your guests have said, I think I'm going to advise them to have an enforcement law in every community. Every community that they know that they are keeping that container, they should have their enforcement law agency there so that you should be supervising who dumped uh, uh, debt illegally and you should be prosecuted. But if they say it's just an individual, we just collect their number. If the debt is full, we will call them. I think it is not going to be very, very uh, strategic as it's the way it's supposed to be. And also, again, we are commending the government, as we have seen those women that are cleaning the road every day, is very, very recommended. So we are, we are, we are calling on the people that, that are in Plateau State. As the governor has bring the strategy of keeping Plateau State, Clean. We have to collaborate with the governor so that we can able to manage our waste, not throwing of waste in the uh, uh, and you should manage your waste for. I should you should know that if there is a waste that we can recycle it, you should recycle it. Lastly, the government have to collaborate with this kind of recycling companies because they are all around. If the government will invite them. I think it will be a good one, and it will have another development in that aspect. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. After this call, Gilbert will take us through our social media. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. Yeah, hello, good evening. My name is my name is Haji Slim, calling from Abattoir. Thank you, Haji Slim. We're listening to you. You see, everything we are doing, but we should not depend on the government. In the sense that every community has leaders, so. Making that sanitation very okay for the world because if we get sick today, it's not the government. And moreover, see our hospitals, they are not up to standard. So the community is the number one priority. If the community can mobilize so that every Saturday of the last month, we gather these debts, take it to the roadside. We have the waste bin then. I know they used to bring one waste bin that the car will come and park, will come and take and go and get rid of it. But nowadays, it's nice to see. Because we are staying about what we have one in phototech. But since one time like this, the thing does get rot. We stop seeing it. We stop seeing it. So you understand, the community is the number one priority. Because if any cholera outbreak or any sickness, the community will suffer it. No government will come on. You understand? Absolutely. So the community is the number one priority. So every community should take note. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Hajis Lee. Yeah. Well, Gilbert. 
On Facebook, Albert Dagza says even the Bible upholds the virtues of cleanliness. So beyond the beautification of the state, a clean environment prevents widespread of diseases and ensures peaceful coexistence. Good evening, Dimas Bala says. The solution to this indiscriminate disposal of refuse is to have a task force or law in place in order to prosecute those who may break the law. States like Kaduna or Kano will not tolerate such behavior. The truth is that Plateau is dirty. Let's make Plateau great again. Comrade Beatrice says, health is wealth. Therefore, environmental sanitation is sacrosanct to our human existence. Good evening, Sunset. Izanga, he says, absolutely, we Nigerians don't do things ahead of time. We throw debts anyhow. Please, we're tired of staying at home. They should call off the strike. God bless JFM. Peter Bali says, I must commend your effort on the issues of health and our environment. My appeal to the task force is to please relocate that truck kept under the bridge at Dadinkoa to a safe place. Because where it is unhealthy and most, most so is directly on the route to the main town. Let them station agents who will keep watch on those dumping it by the road. Sunday Evi says, the last government under the Lalong has almost turned Plateau State to dustbin. But thank God, Caleb Mutwang has now restored the glory of Plateau. INEC has successfully killed the hope of Nigerians. The commission lacks credibility. Ephraim Choji says, Honestly speaking, we the citizens, people of Plateau, we are not helping matters. We throw things and death anyhow on the street until we adjust as, as, okay, until we adjust as citizens to do the right thing and the government will complement and do more by ensuring the debts are properly managed. Baturi Davis says in the area of sanitation, this administration has done extremely well. More grace to the committee that is saddled with the responsibility of giving us a clean, befitting, and beautiful environment. Pam Lucas says, Plateau State prides itself as the home of peace and terrorism, and that cannot be said to be true if the beauty of the state is littered and covered with huge waste uh, polluting the environment and suffocating the populace. I don't think there's anyone that will want to embark on a tourist vacation that seems to be unkempt. Comrade Longa says, cleanliness. Okay, I took this. Aso Ikease says, kudos to Pepsa. I saw them cleaning a dump site this afternoon close to Nimsi office in Lamingo. Saeed Ibrahim says, concerning the issue of sanitation, the state is a welcome, in the state, it's a welcome idea. I remember during Babajang regime, there's uh, okay, he came with good policy in every Angwa. There is an open body where everyone can dispose their waste, and the workers are doing their job all the time. Nurse Yango Gong John says, We pride ourselves as home of peace and tourism, but when one enters the city center, one gets to wonder if there's anything in tourism in the city. I hope this cleaning initiative by the Mutfang led government will be sustained. Not something that will come and go like that, just deserves to be clean and beautiful to portray the name it holds. Jangdagu John says, well, clean environment attracts a responsible person. Simple and short. Bonsak? I totally agree. Well, the Amaya Nawa Michael on Twitter is saying, uh, please, by way of request, could you kindly invite Mr. Isha it's, uh, and Rufus Bature to the studio for a broader discussion about the leadership of the APC in Plateau? If you can bring two of them to the studio, that will be excellent. Thank you uh, for your suggestion. Uh, Davo Pamwash is saying, 
I just want to say a big thank you to PEPSA. It's very evident that they are doing their best to clear the ways. More grace to each and every one of them, you say. Uh, Solex is saying, I like to appreciate the state government for the quick intervention on ways that Lita Joss and Bukru Metropolis. The masses are not helping matters. Government should act on defaulters on the appeal. We need more clarity on what transpired in court uh, today. Atia Libidi is saying, on the issue of clean environment, my take is that the state government should reawaken the environmental officers to do their job as it was in the 80s and 90s. Their role is more in the environment than the hospitals. The revenue we are lacking is in the environment, for God's sake, you say. Well, uh, Mr. Isham, yes. uh, go ahead and give your response in your final uh, comment. You've heard from uh, what our brilliant audience have all said about PEPSA, the great job that you've been doing or you are doing. Well, I, I want to thank all the callers. Actually, uh, they, they've given us uh, uh, more uh, uh, encouragement to make sure we, we clear uh, most of these remaining uh, areas uh, to be covered. Um, uh, the first caller was asking uh, us to uh, provide more of the containers. That is the Danobin. Well, uh, just like I said, uh, a contract was given, and then uh, the contractor provided some few Danobins. And I think, uh, by the grace of God, we'll start looking for areas where uh, such dino beans will be placed uh, for people to uh, bring their waste uh, into such containers. Mm -hmm. And then uh, another person was saying the dino beans, uh, uh, one of our staff should be there. Yes, of course, we have discussed as a committee, and uh, it is one of the recommendations that we want to bring out that uh, once there is a, a bin, uh, one of our staff will be there to make sure he controls uh, those coming uh, with their waste mm -hmm. to dump. Uh, and one of the appeal I want to appeal to uh, the general public is that they should stop using these uh, kits. Some of these kits, their hands cannot uh, uh, carry some oh, of this waste into the, bin. into the bin. So once they come, Instead of doing that, they will just drop on the ground. And uh, you will discover that the beans are empty, but there's waste on the ground that can even uh, uh, fill the, 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 the bean completely. So I would advise that people should be using uh, the uh, older ones so that they can come and be dumping, yeah. not dumping it on the ground. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and then we... Uh, Alaji uh, was saying uh, they should not leave everything to government alone. Yes, we've been emphasizing on that. Mm. People should, it's our own uh, 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 social responsibility to also uh, uh, help the government in clearing some of these waste. Mm. We have the, our dump sites where some people used to go and then dump there yeah. too. So I would want to thank uh, the committee members for doing such a wonderful they are all committed once we, we said seven in the morning they are always there Thank you. Uh, so we thank uh, even the chairman too 
We thank him very much. For thank you, thank you, thank you, well thank you, uh, GM of Pepsa, Mr. Insham. Thank you very much for coming. Well, Gilbert, no final word for yeah. you because we really keep our city clean. Yeah, keep jaws clean. My name is Ponsak Fana. Bye now. Yeah.